Greeting Earthlings. Welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown Movie Night. Movie Night? <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We are a tag team of pop culture artists who go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. We grew up in the golden age of the Saturday morning cartoon, so we made the show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. And yeah, this week we're doing a movie night as a bonus episode for Halloween. Ooh. This week, we're going to watch, I don't know if I'd call it the Nickelodeon classic, but we're going to watch Crybaby Lane. Now, normally, I don't pay a lot of introduction to the shows that we do because people should know them, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I am going to say what Crybaby Lane is a little more because I don't know that everyone knows about this this movie. So this movie, made for TV movie, aired one time on October 28th in the year 2000. And then that was it. It was unavailable for well over a decade. And it kind of became like this cult classic urban legend almost thing. Until it did end up turning up, and I'll go over more of that later. But if you're not familiar with Crybaby Lane, this was a Nickelodeon movie released in the year 2000. Now, I've never seen it. How about you, Lee? So, the year 2000, that would have been my... I believe that would have been my first year of high school. Um, and I actually did see it when I say, I just don't have a memory of like when I actually like watched who I watched it. Like if I watched it with friends, if I was sitting with my sister, if I was just like putzing around on TV with at late at night, which I have done. And I, that's probably what happened. Cause I don't have memories of who I watched this with, but I did watch it. And when I found out that nickel, the nostalgia Nickelodeon was re airing it. Um, like a couple of years ago, I was so excited about that. And Don, you had no idea what I was talking about, right? Right. So again, this movie aired one time in the year 2000 and then never again. So it kind of became this like urban legend thing. What ended up happening was a Reddit page was started to try and track it down. And it took them all of 10 years to find somebody who had a copy that they taped off of the original airing in, in, um, in 2000. But because it had this weird status where they never aired it again, and Nickelodeon never mentioned it. They never acknowledged this thing's existence in all of that time. So I almost thought it was like this Mandela effecty kind of thing. Like when you brought it up, I was like, that's not real. You've made this up in your head. That's not a thing. Because again... There was no evidence of this thing existing except for everyone remembering it. Just like it. the whole Shazam thing. Right, like that Shazam movie that doesn't actually wait, wait, exist. Wait, you just uh, mentioned Reddit. Didn't we watch this together in like tw- when we were in the apartment in 2010 or 11? Right, so that's, that's was, a funny story. That's what I'm just trying to say. Like, was it like just like a random message board or was it actually Reddit? It was Reddit. It was Reddit. It was on Reddit, Okay, yeah. I just wasn't sure because I don't yeah. remember Reddit back in like th- during that time. Reddit's been like my more recent obsession. Like I'm... I'm always, I don't post on Reddit, but I go on there and I just look, like if I'm trying, if I want to know more about something, 
um or like some like something trending i go on on, on there yeah like for example like when the schuylkill river flooded <laughs> philadelphia there was a lot of like back cool memes and back and forth and that's what i, I went on reddit just to troll that but yeah yeah i don't remember like in the last 10 years like being on reddit i do i remember random message boards i just don't remember that's why i was like i'm curious to see that so this was actually on reddit yeah it was found on reddit or found because of the reddit investigation that's so interesting but um so yeah after after 10 years it was actually 11 years after 11 years um because of this reddit thread and community it's it's, i don't want to say reddit thread because that feels like one thing it was like a, a whole right it was an r slash crybaby lane okay um with a lot of posts on it but because of this reddit group they didn't end up tracking down a copy and then shortly after they tracked down a copy i, I wonder if the the copy that they tracked down is what nickelodeon ended up airing but as part of the 90s or all that uh i want to say it was halloween night 2011 they re-aired it yeah but and this was my problem with the 90s or all that, because I am getting old. They started that block where they were airing retro 90s um, Nickelodeon shows. They started that block at midnight. And my ass cannot stay up till midnight anymore. And I couldn't 10 years ago. So when they re-aired this Halloween night at midnight uh, in 2011... We did sit down to watch it. That's the last time you watched yeah. it. Yeah, yes, it is. My ass fell asleep, so you I have fell never seen asleep. this. Asleep, I cannot believe you fell asleep. But I do, I do understand your grief and my grievance too. Yeah, when the ninety, I was so excited when they announced the nineties. All that was coming out, but they weren't putting it on till midnight. That doesn't make any sense. If you want to get the nostalgia, people, those people are old now. We're old. Like we have bedtimes. We some of us, not me, but I'm not Don, but we have children. Like I would have. I like parents. I'm sure wanted to show their children like Rugrats and Doug because that was what, what most of it. It was mostly Rugrats, Doug, Keenan and Kel. Like and but then they had this movie on there too, and a bunch of other stuff. And like I'm sure parents wanted to show their kids what they used to watch when they were kids. But midnight, your kids are in bed. Yeah, that the, the, it just did not make any. And that's why it didn't didn't work. Like it just did not work because. The timing, why I like what they could have put it on at any other time, like yeah, it's weird because they could have they do they used to do Nick at Night. I think they still do Nick at Night. And I think Nick at Night now has like '90s sitcoms. Which is they have really friends on Nick at Night, which exactly, is they have that's friends. how old we are. God, I hate it. Um, <laughs> so I figured because it was on it was on Teen Nick, I figured they would just kind of be the Teen Nick's Nick yeah. at Night, and uh, no, they they waited till midnight to air the stuff, and I think they did. I think they did like Rugrats first. Yeah. So they didn't start airing the shows I gave a fuck about until like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And I just can't hang anymore. I really can't. So, yeah. Moral of the story. Don fell asleep. We did try Don to watch this. Don fell asleep. And I fell asleep. Yeah. So I've never actually seen this. Not not in 2000 when it apparently was a thing and actually aired. Not when they re-aired it in 2011. And they re-aired it a couple times since then. Usually on Halloween or, or around Halloween. But um, yeah, I've not, I've never seen this. Well, you're in for a treat, Don. All right, let's check this thing out. All righty. Hey, Don, do you got your popcorn ready? Yeah. You got your Aldi cider. Yeah. This awesome Aloti seasoning that you put on the popcorn. We don't even have to go to the movies. We can just stay home. This is going to be awesome. I'm super excited to get for all the spookiness. All right, guys, we're going to watch this thing and we'll talk to you in a minute. See ya. 
And we're back. So we just finished watching the 2000 lost Nickelodeon movie, Crybaby Lane. Coming right out of it, gotta say, I am about two decades north of this movie's target audience. And I have critiques here and there. But overall, I didn't hate it. I thought it was pretty good. What about you? Yeah, I, I agree with you too. Like, I don't know. Like, it, I did, I did really enjoy, it and I do have the critiques as well. But yeah, I mean, saying it's PG and it was dark. Yeah, and again, because this is a lesser-known property that yeah. only aired a few times, I think five times total since the year two thousand, which is pretty wild to think about. Yeah, uh, I am gonna actually talk about the plot a little bit more than like other shows because you know I don't think I need to go over the plot line of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles but right. this is a this is a different story. Yeah. So the core of the story starts with um with a caretaker at a funeral home telling the story of a pair of Siamese twins who die as children and are chainsawed in half <laughs> by their father and then buried in two separate graves. There was an evil twin and a good twin. Um, and then the story goes from there. So the beginning of this story, it's about a Siamese twin who was chainsawed in half. I mean, that's almost like, feels like something you would see in like American horror story, which is rated for mature audiences, but not Nickel. This is on Nickelodeon. Yeah. But again, not aired very often, so I guess it's okay. But man, that beginning is just dark the story is just a dark dark story yeah and now nobody dies over the course of this show so i would definitely say it's pg yeah but yeah i mean that's that that's a pretty rough start yeah like as far as the the plot is concerned um so then the real story is um two kids tell this urban legend to their friends and they try to raise the good twin um but accidentally raise the evil twin and chaos ensues whoops whoops <laughs> <laughs> um there's a couple points that are there's one joke that i thought was really funny and also really dark at the same time when when chaos is going on the one kid andrew goes back to the caretaker at the funeral home and he's busy in the basement moving a body from a nice casket that was used during the viewing and is like we need to move this stiff to the cheapest casket we have and then when he opens the casket he goes this guy's starting to smell like <laughs> Very, very dark, very dry mortician humor, and I wasn't expecting that in a Nickelodeon movie. No, that's that's super weird. Um, there was also a scene where the uh, mortician's assistant, who was helping the kid save the day at, towards the end, um, his car gets like straight up wrecked by a tractor, and they do not immediately tell you he survives that wreck. And it's pretty brutal. Yeah, that 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 scene was, as I said, like uh, like there's some really dark stuff on that, and that's like something I would you'd see in a horror movie, but like this is like a kids movie, and yeah, that that scene was brutal. Yeah, there was there was more than a few moments that I was pretty impressed with the with the um yeah with the risks they were taking as a 
again, as essentially a kid's movie. Now, this was aired later, so it was more geared towards teenagers than, like, a kid's show. But, yeah, it was still pretty dark, considering. Yeah. Now, um, I do want to talk a little bit about the production of it. Uh, the director and the creator is a dude named Peter Lauer. And he's a dude that has a pretty extensive resume. This is early on in his resume, but he, he worked before he worked long after. He, um, he worked on four episodes of The Adventures of Pete and Pete, including both of the episodes that we watched for oh, this nice. podcast. Um, the first, the pilot episode, King of the Road, and the Halloween episode oh. were both Peter Lauer episodes. Oh, wow. um, he would go on to do over half of the episodes of Strangers with Candy, which is a fantastic TV show. Have you ever watched that? A little bit, yeah. I love that show. Yeah. Old Amy Sedaris. Yeah. Old Stephen Colbert when Stephen Colbert was funny. Oh, um, yeah. That, yeah. I, great, great show. I think show. you showed me that. I did, I did really enjoy that. I love that show. Yeah. Um, he did 18 of like 35 episodes. So over half of the episodes this dude did. Um, he did two episodes of Gilmore Girls. Two episodes of Scrubs. All right. Um, I didn't look, but he did a bunch of episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, And wow. he did eight episodes of the TV show Those Who Can't. Um, that was that uh, teacher TV show we watched that was oh, written by yeah. Ben Roy. I did, I did want to continue watching that. That was a pretty good show. Yeah. A couple weird connections here. So Peter Lauer, the director of this, did most of Strangers with Candy. Okay. Amy Sedaris, he, she plays Jamie Blank, or Jerry Blank, in, uh, in Strangers with Candy. She has a crush on her best friend. Mm-hmm. Her name's Tammy Littlenut. Okay. And that actor, 20 years later, is, in, is the librarian from, from Those Who Can't. Oh, really? Both shows okay. Peter Lau worked on. Jerry Blank's brother, Derek, from Strangers with Candy. Yeah was the assistant, Kenneth, in this. Oh. Um, his name is Lark Spies. Um, but yeah, so this dude used a lot of the same actors throughout his career. I thought that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, and there was a one, I can't remember, what, I don't remember all the characters' names in this, but the one guy had like a hat on that looked like one of the ones that Little Pete was wearing at the one time. So I was wondering what if there was a connection to Pete and Pete in this. Yeah, I mean, other than other than... This dude working on four of the episodes. Yeah. Not really. Um, I will say, if this show had, like, that familiar decrepitness of uh, the scenery... Yeah. It should, because it was filmed primarily in New Jersey. That... I had a feeling. Just, um, which so was Pete and Pete. Yeah, I had a yeah. feeling it was kind of... I mean, local-ish, because, yeah, it's just that familiar town. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of this this early Nickelodeon stuff was filmed in New Jersey, which is interesting to me, um, because the studio was in Florida. That yeah, that's what I was just but, about to say. Like, like it's know. in Florida, but like a lot of these like random TV shows were just filmed pretty local, which is awesome. Because hey, local we we New Jersey's just like right down the street, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, we tried to go there as little as possible because <laughs> it's New Jersey, but yeah, 
fuck New Jersey. Shots fired. But, I mean, it gave us the Toxic Crusader and some scenes in Ghostbusters. I mean, come on now. <laughs> no, I'm just talking shit. I love New Jersey. I know. New Jersey's great. You I grew, grew up there. You grew up there in I the did. middle of the woods where you would probably watch a spooky movie like this. You know, you're not, you're not too far off. You're really not. A um, couple other people in the cast worth talking about. The caretaker... I would argue the main adult character. Um, that's Frank Langlia, and he is in a lot of stuff. The one thing I wrote down was he played Nixon in that Frost Nixon movie from oh, a few years wow. ago. But yeah, that that dude's around. You've seen him in things. He's huh. he's a fairly he's a fairly big name actor. Now this is a an interesting fact I read. Lauer wanted Tom Waits to play that role. Oh, interesting. Which would be a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tom Waits is a good actor, and he, he does do weird things, so yeah. he, he would actually be a good fit for that role. Yeah. Um, but, but, um, but Frank is a bigger name, so they, they, they went with him for the press of it. Um, and I guess, I guess that made sense, seeing as how they aired it all but one time. Uh, all of one time. But that was why they chose him over, over uh, Tom Waits. Okay. There was one other actor. Did you catch him? Did you? Was there any other faces you recognized? Maybe. Uh, like, tell me what's going on. Yeah. So, Mr. Bennett, Frank Langlia, Langella. Yeah. Is the caretaker, and he admits himself he's not a very good caretaker. And about halfway through the movie, there's a family who's like pissed off at the terrible job he did with their with their uh, loved one. Yeah. That was Jim Gaffigan. Was it really? Yeah. Ah. Oh, that's crazy. I, I'm not even going to go over Jim Gaffigan's yeah. credits, the incredible stand-up comedian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. It's wild to see him. But yeah, that was he played Dan, and he was he was mad at, at uh, Mr. Bennett for doing a poor job, which Mr. Bennett admits he's not a very good caretaker. Yeah. He says it himself. I mean, if he's not good, I mean, <laughs> he better just going to tell him he's not good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. I will say on a personal note, I thought it, I thought it outstayed its welcome. I thought it went on a little on the long side. That was kind of my thing. Like there was like some scenes that just kept, felt like they were kind of dragging, I guess. Like a lot of the like running around, like in the cornfields and all that. So like stuff like that just draw, there were some really cool scenes, but like there were some, Stuff like okay, let's move it along. Right. Like, I mean, I guess when it was on that TV at the time, it kind of just went quick. But that some of the stuff this was dragged out. I did really enjoy like the music throughout it, like the theme, like the I guess you could say like the theme song. Yeah, it definitely had that '90s Nickelodeon. Not quite rock, but had like a burnter, burnter, burnter yeah. kind of music to like, it. Like almost like video, make like '90s video game music. I could say kind of sort of. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Not the choices I would make for a horror movie, but but like, like I said, very on brand for like the '90s Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah. Um. So it fit in really. I well mean, it was there. fine. Yeah, because I mean, you can call this a horror movie, but it wasn't. It was a made for a Nickelodeon TV movie. So I guess I guess it fits because it's yeah. It was 2000s. We're still kind of in the 90s, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, it was the year 2000. I would count. You know, it's funny. I, I don't count like 90 to 92 as the 90s. I still feel like that. You're still like getting residual 
inspiration from the 80s yeah and i don't really count like 80 to 82 to like 83 or 4 as the 80s either i don't think like your decade identity really comes till a little bit in so this being october of 2000 i would still count this as a 90s yeah and i'm kind of like i I mean i was born in 85 um birthday's coming up real real soon um but I was born in 85, but I don't call myself an 80s kid because it, yeah. it was later 80s. And honestly, I really didn't get into my theme until the 90s. And 90s Nickelodeon is literally what I grew up on. Yeah. Yeah, I was born in 87. I do not remember a single day of the 80s. Yeah. So I, I consider myself a 90s kid as well. Like apparently the whole that Philly move thing happened when I was bo- be right right before I was born. I had no idea what that happened. Well, you were you were like literally I, I, an I, infant. I know, but I'm just <laughs> I'm just relaying a point. Like I really didn't like have, like start getting into like my TV and like the stuff that I I'm nostalgic about now until really the nine the 90s yeah. like the actual night like late 90s like yeah yeah I would say like around 90. Three and ninety four is where I start. Yeah, you know, finding things. I guess ninety two. I was I was watching Turtles and Toxie and stuff like that. Yeah, same. But yeah, I I started to like kind of come into my own as far as like media consumption around the ninety three and four, which would have been like Pete and Pete and things like that. For sure. Um. Yeah. 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 I I would I would definitely count this as a late nineties movie. Um. And I mean, listen, within the first five minutes of this movie, they are talking about a pair of Siamese twins getting chainsawed in half. So I don't think there's really, you have to call it a horror movie. There's no other way around it. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's no American, <laughs> as I said, no American horror story. It's no hollow Halloween, but it's. You know it, what? Honestly, it vibes like an American horror story story. I mean, yeah. If this was made now and by them this could fit in with american horror story I, I think no it problem in, probably, it would look different yeah you know but the story is an american horror story story no i agree and probably would, would do that. a lot better than a lot of a lot of crap that's on there now they need to land their planes they they can put up a good story they cannot end their story no they cannot but that is not why we're here <laughs> no i know i i know i just keep it's just like because when you think of the sign i just think of like the characters from american horror story when, yeah. I, when you talk about the sign Siamese twins. Yeah. I mean, it just reminds never me. finished that season. Yeah. It just reminds me. Yeah. It reminds me of that season. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's, it was, American Horror Story is dark. This was dark. This was supposed to be for Nickelodeon. Yeah. It was dark. Yeah. Now, we, we talked about how it aired once and then not again for 11 years. What I was never able to find out is why. So you didn't find the yeah? I started to like look at articles and like there's rumors like that it got plenty banned, of rumors, but there's but is, there's is no there... evidence to it, 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 Nickelodeon didn't ever say that they banned it. They never said they never said anything about it. They just pretended this show did not exist. Yeah, for eleven years they only acknowledged it once a, t- a copy turned up. Um, this is one of two such movies there's another nickelodeon movie from 2003 called the electric piper that uh-huh. no one can find i think still to this day i think I a copy have, has not turned up i must have missed that one for sure yeah I 2003 don't... i was definitely too cool for school to be watching nickelodeon 
Yeah. But yeah, that's another movie that uh. like Nickelodeon doesn't necessarily acknowledge. And and what's wild about that is 2003 IMDb was a thing. Yeah. You know? So I, I don't know. I feel like that 2003 is pretty late for something to go missing like that. That's interesting. Um, but I don't know. 2000 even seems kind of late for a show to go missing like this. But um, but they never really acknowledged why they never aired it again. So maybe it just didn't play well. Yeah. Also, around you're saying 2003. Uh, and I was also thinking about like if we want to do something else like this, like maybe doing something. Although this was like, I think this was in theaters, a snowed in because Danny Tamborelli's in that and Michelle Trattenberg, which uh-huh. they were the Nickelodeon stars at the yeah. time. But I think, th- I believe that was like around that time. So maybe it just got forgotten because Snowden came out. Maybe. But yeah, that would be, I mean, if you ever want to do like a winter thing, I mean, that would be a fun one to watch. Yeah. That sounds good. Again, I'll do that. Danny Tamborelli, Michelle, I love Michelle, who Harriet the freaking spy. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember her criminal mind's name. Uh, I, I, I can't remember her. Kills Maeve. I know that. But I yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forget what her name is. But yeah, she's amazing in that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, get back on track anyway. <laughs> we probably should. No, I mean, I enjoyed watching this. I mean, the two, the two brothers who were like the main characters, like their bedroom reminded me of like a 90s. Like, was that bedroom remind you of like, did you and Rich like share a room like yeah. at any point? No, and did it pretty much remind... looked like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just remember like my cousins, like they had the bunk beds yeah. and the beanbag chairs and the poop. Like, yep. Jimmy McCann was super in the wrestling. So like I got the, like the, all the wrestling references they made, like I got that because I watched wrestling as a kid. Stone Cold Steve I, I, I know Austin. that was freaking hilarious. I, yeah. When you said that, I like, I, I gave me a chuckle, but yeah. I mean, it just reminded, it was just like an, like the, the 90s house and 90s bedrooms like yeah just a, it brought back some really good memories like there yeah but then yeah you got your horror movie but it was dark i keep saying it was dark but this is like this is crazy because this was yeah i did watch this and i did enjoy it i did not I missed it when it came out. I didn't believe you when you talked about it <laughs> i thought it was like that shazam movie <laughs> <laughs> But no, having watched it, I would say like seven out of ten. I thought it was really good. I thought it was slow at parts. I'm again also thirty-four and not twelve, like they were probably shooting for. But I thought it was good. I think people should watch it. I, I, I agree. I do think people if you're looking for something to watch for Halloween, definitely watch this. Um it's this it's great. It has a great story, great music. The plot I mean, the plot's not boring. Yeah, as I said, there are some slow parts, but yeah, all in all, I mean, just it was just it was just something super fun to watch. Yeah, I think so too. All right, well, thanks for hanging with us. This is the part of the show where Lee plugs uh, where you can find us. Lee, what do we got going on? Well, today, as this episode is coming out, we will be at South Jersey Geek Fest in South Jersey in the Tiki Tiki Board Games parking lot. So excited because it's almost Halloween. I will be in my costume. Um, if you're in South Jersey, swing on by. It's a good time. Um, this Tiki Tiki Board Games cool store. There'll be a lot of cool vendors there. Stop by. You might get a sweet surprise from us if Don remember has remembered to bring it. Did you bring remember to bring it? I forget one time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I mean, come on by. There might be some tater tots. Um, cool. Wear your costume. It's going to be a good time. Can uh, I? Can I just say that? I was just talking a whole bunch of shit about New Jersey, and we're in New Jersey oh, right now. Oh, shit. We probably <laughs> shouldn't do that. 
Although they, they can be terrible at times. <laughs> Come out to South Jersey Geek Fest. It's a good time. We'll be in New Jersey. Sorry about all the stuff we say about New Jersey. <laughs> anyway, if you can't come to Jersey, we have more events coming up throughout the year, uh, the rest of the year. Holidays are coming up. Uh, Ocean City, Maryland Comic Con is coming up um, sometime in December. Just keep listening to the podcast. We'll have more details on that soon. Yep. Um, but yeah, just keep on listening. Other than that, we're, we have items in the South Street Art Mart and South Street in Philly. If you're in Philly, on the, on South Street, say hi. Come on in. Say hi to Nicole. Nicole, it's an awesome shop. There's like, I think up, they're up to like 150 vendors now. It's a good time. There's a lot of cool shit. Um, if you can't get to Philly, check out their website, southstreetartmart.com. Um, yeah, all of our stuff's on there. We sell pins. We sell parlor beads. Um, yeah, there's just so much. There's just so much cool stuff. And then the Nicole's are just really, really awesome people, and they have a lot of. They've been able to pull a lot of cool vendors together. So definitely come check it out. Um, other than that, just we're still in this like pandemic thing, but it's Halloween, so I'm like in my happy zone right now. So <laughs> Halloween's great. Happy Halloween, but just make sure you're still supporting small businesses, your restaurants, each other. Um, as I said, happy Halloween. Get some candy. Have a good time. That's all I got for now. All righty. All right, guys. Remember to rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Um, join our Facebook discussion group and hang out with us. We share memes. We talk about these shows that we loved growing up with. And uh, we will see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 